beautiful people, Ninimi, and welcome back to On Feeling Fridays with me. Um, how are y'all doing this Friday? I hope you're doing well, my lovely listeners. I am just from doing some yoga. I went on an evening walk with my mom. And when I came back, I did some yoga to just stretch out these old aching bones and hear them crack. And I feel so calm. I feel so zen right now. And I'm also having like a cup of some tea, some warm tea too you wind me down and get me ready for bed this Thursday evening as I'm recording this it's Thursday evening so I am feeling really good and I hope that as you listen to this you are feeling good as well <laughs> I really hope you are so this episode actually it's kind of different from the first episode because you will be listening to Mimi from the past <laughs> so the thing is um this episode on feeling lost and inadequate, I had recorded it earlier. It was actually supposed to be the first, very first, very first episode of On Feeling with um, Mimi. By the time I was starting the podcast was 2023 and I decided mm, it would be better to start with a kind of like New Year's thing to get it going. And then at some point, I'd let you guys listen to this um recording that I did in October. So you're going to be listening to past Mimi and I'm excited for you to hear what she has to say. Um because as you can see, the podcast had been on my mind for actually quite a while. So everyone who's listened to the first episode, um thank you so much for listening. It's kind of like ties into this episode, so if you haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it or you can listen to this one first. And then go and listen to the other one. Yeah, and without further ado, I will let past Mimi take it over from here because I don't even want to give you a week recap because she had recorded her own. I had recorded my own week recap of um, that week in October. And I feel like it's more suiting because it ties into core subject of what we'll be tackling this episode. So I will not be giving you a weekly recap. Yes, without further ado, let's have past Mimi take it from here. Story time. <laughs> School is kind of low-key stressing me out because I'm trying to graduate, but my school tends to make it difficult for you to graduate even if you have done everything you're supposed to do you've cleared your arrears um you went for all your classes you sat all your exams you didn't miss a cut you you, you didn't even look at a teacher wrong like another a lecturer you didn't look at the lecturer wrong like you treated all the subordinate staff correctly you've done what you needed to do you put in the work and they still make it difficult for you like i have no idea how my school still hasn't given out some results. I'm literally graduating in two months and that has been stressing me out because I need my results. I can't have missing marks. And it's not any fault of mine. It's just, I don't even know what to call it. So many delays in the offices. I don't know, the marks have been taken here. The lecturer hasn't submitted the marks to the exam office. The exam office has taken them to the dean. We're waiting for processing, there's authentication. And I'm like, bruv. Can you please just give me my marks? I just want to go home. I want to go home. I don't want to be here. You don't want me here. So why are you keeping me here? <laughs> yeah, so I've basically just been feeling stressed about that. Yeah, and that is my life update slash story time. And now to get into the meat of this episode, which is on feeling lost and inadequate. So as I've said, um, 
I'm trying to graduate. I'm a graduating student. And recently I went to school to try and solve some of these issues that were not my fault. <laughs> I went to solve issues that were not my fault. Um, and I'm stressed. I'm going to so many offices. I'm just trying to get this thing done with because I want to graduate this year. And I don't have a lot of time left before the graduation list comes out. So I really do need to hurry up. But my school doesn't seem to be in a hurry. So I take myself to faculty of law. And after I have like just had the most tiring and stressful and an anxious day. Because you're going from office to office. And um, they're saying I haven't done Okay, and they're saying there is no issue. They don't understand like why I'm having a problem. I meet a classmate of mine on my way out, um, um. So I just waved to her, and then we met again at the bus stop. So like we ended up taking the same bus to town, the same match to town, and like we get to talking, and um, she's a lovely girl, love her. How are you? How are you doing? Um, what did you go to school to do? Uh, yeah, that's stressful. Same. I was doing this. Um, so what are you doing right now in terms of like work? And I personally, I'm not doing any like legal work. So that is, I don't have an internship. Um, I'm not attached anywhere. Like I'm not doing, I'm not going to an office every day as a legal intern or a legal assistant or something like that. I'm not doing anything in that line yet and she was telling me about what she's doing so she's working with an ngo she has a lovely job and it requires her to like fly um between different countries so like um she was so stressed because she had to like tell the organization to give her a little bit more time um but she's needed in new york as soon as possible and um that has been stressing her because she had to come to school to deal with her issues and then like they gave her a time limit like a time frame like, we can't give you three months. We're really sorry. We're going to give you until this day. And then you have to come back. Like, the ticket is booked and everything. So she, she really sought her issues before then. And, like, that was stressing out. She's like, um, I'm, I'm, like, traveling all over the place. So I can't even, like, be coming to school to deal with these issues. So faculty of law, you really need to, you need to, you need to do something about the way you're functioning. It's not sustainable. <laughs> And, like, I'm hearing this, and of, of course I'm happy for her. But, like, um, as I was listening to her... God, I'm going to sound like... <laughs> anyway. Um, but as I'm listening to her, of course, like, it's natural and human to, you know, start comparing yourself, right? That's, that's what we do. I started... I felt positive emotions, and I felt negative emotions. And we're going to get into that um, in a bit. But just to give you some backstory on like me and um, learning law, I never did think I was going to go down this um, profession, if I'm being honest. I always thought I was going to like end up as a doctor because like I had been told my whole entire life that I'm going to do medicine. And then I ended up being called to a school of law. So like me feeling lost and me feeling inadequate didn't start after I met my classmate. Um, it started a while back. And Albeit this is a problem with me. I'm not trying to pin it on anyone else. God, no. I love that for my classmate. I love her. She's an amazing, sweet girl. Woman. <laughs> She's an amazing, sweet woman. And anyone who um, is my classmate and goes on to do well, I'll be really, really happy for them. Or anyone that I know. I really do want the people around me to succeed. It's 
it's a me problem. It's I who has the problem. So um, after I got into School of Law um, 2018, I had no idea what was going on. <laughs> Let me not lie. I had not done history. I had done purely sciences and the only um, humanity I'd done was CRE because it was compulsory in my school. I went to a Catholic school. If you've been to a Catholic school and you had to do CRE by force, drop me a comment <laughs> because it's a different kind of experience um but i had to do CRE. um so i took only sciences and i had done history for like just two years and i was terrible at history i i could not wait to drop history <laughs> i could not wait for the day that history would no longer appear on like my class schedule <sighs> i love dropping history then i came to do law and i had no idea what was going on and like the first few classes um i'm in class with people who like have been wanted who have wanted to be a lawyer since the day they were born like they they walked onto this earth and knew i'm going to be a lawyer and not just any lawyer <laughs> i'm gonna be a humanitarian lawyer and i'm gonna do pro bono cases like they they know what it is they want to do and i'm here like okay hi vibes <laughs> so i started feeling lost from that very moment because, like, um, the te- um, the lecturers would ask questions about, like, sometimes, like, about the history of Kenya or, like, about, about some chapters of the Constitution. I kid you not, and this is ignorance on my part, but I kid you not, I had not even seen the Constitution until I walked into a law school. <laughs> so, like, um, I literally have no idea what's going on. And that's not to say that I'm an idiot or anything, but, like... Um, I was just so confused and being around people who were not confused, who were not lost like I was, made me feel inadequate. It gave me hecka imposter syndrome. Hecka imposter syndrome because I started feeling like I wasn't meant to be in law school. I started feeling like I wasn't smart enough to do law. I just started beating myself down. You know, like when you start one negative thought, it like spirals and snowballs into a bigger and bigger and bigger negative um thought about yourself and now um a couple weeks down the line you're literally beating yourself with a baton yeah it's just i have been feeling lost ever since i joined law school and um after meeting my classmates after i've like gone through now this whole degree five years (laughs) five years of this degree and i meet my classmate and she's She's doing so well. She was someone that I had noticed from like early in the what is it called? Early in the course. Um, because she always had like questions to ask when I had barely understood what was top that day. <laughs> I'm still here, like, what's going on? I'm still trying to like Shikanisha Mawaya and her. She's like she's asking a question about this body that is this and this and I'm like, Wow, like sis. I'm trying to be you. I'm trying to be like you. <laughs> well, she's someone that I had noticed from, like, from a long time ago. And hearing this, I'm like, I'm happy for her because she's definitely put in the work. It's something that she has wanted to do her entire life. But then I started feeling these negative emotions about myself. I started feeling like, you know, bad. <laughs> Uh, you you it's 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 normal when you're confronted with like um 
a disparity between your, yourself and another person because um, there's this um, excerpt from the Desiderata that says there will always be people greater and lesser than you. Advice is you not know, to compare yourself because of this but it's human nature to compare yourself like you can't even catch yourself doing it you you, you find out like after you're done it, you're like oh shit i'm comparing myself and i shouldn't do that because definitely there are always going to be people who are greater and lesser than you and um it said it goes on to say um do not it, it says do not compare yourself because there will always be people greater and lesser than you and you may become vain and bitter so when you find people who are lesser than you, you become vain. You start to feel um, a sense of superiority to them. And that in its, that is not correct. But if you, And also if you find people who are greater than you, you become bitter because you start taking up these negative emotions on them. Even though it's something that's stemming from inside you, you take it out on them and you become bitter. I, I felt like I hadn't done enough. And... From this feeling of I hadn't done enough, surprisingly, <laughs> stemmed positive emotions. I started to feel motivated by her. I was I would like look at her and listen to her talking, and I'm like, this is someone who has really like put in the work for what they want to do and I want to be like that you know I want to have a job that I'm proud of a job that I'm doing something that I love I definitely do not want to work in a place that I hate I'm here like lost I feel lost I don't know what's going on right but I have not put in any work to find direction see like in the legal um, professional sphere there are so many routes that you can take as a lawyer and as an advocate, if you go ahead further and become an advocate, there's so many routes you can take with a law degree and it's baffling just how many there are. And like, because I've been so spoiled for choice with like how many things I am able to do, I'm like, even if this doesn't work out, I can just do this. I can just do company law and if it doesn't work out, I can do land law and if it doesn't work out, I can do tax law, which is something that's amazing about um, the... Um, the legal industry but I have never sat down to look for something that I am passionate in and that's something that my classmate advised me to do is like okay um out of like the core subjects that you've done out of all the units that you've done which one did you enjoy which one did you feel like yeah this is it's calling out to me she was telling me like she's always known that international law was calling out to her she has never looked in any i kid you not she has never looked in any other direction apart from international law and that is why she is you know flying so high like she has spread her wings and she's soaring because she found that one thing that she was like i love this and it has never been a burden to her because she knew she was doing something that she loved and um me feeling all of this like <laughs> intense emotions on my ride home and also when like I got home and like when I was talking to my boyfriend and I'm like I felt negative emotions but I also felt positive emotions I felt so fired up from meeting my classmate and that that was amazing I just felt like I wanted to share it and from that I've been able to like learn different things from that experience on feeling lost and feeling inadequate definitely it's normal 
to be lost. It's something that happens. The pe- there are people who do know where they're going. And I love that for them. I wish I was them. <laughs> I wish I had an, an idea of where it is I want to go. But like not everyone is that structured in where they see themselves in their future. You know? But also you don't have to be. You get. You can be. But also interests change. You're allowed to you know dip your is it your toe it's, you're allowed to dip your toe in different waters or it's dip your finger I, I don't know what it is you're dipping but you're allowed to dip in different waters <laughs> basically so i i love that she like she saw like what i was talking about and she was like you know what just take a step back and analyze what is something that you feel like you are interested in like a lot and then you know try and look into that and then after you look into that you can see NGOs that work with that you can see state organizations that work with that you can see law firms that work with that and then you know try your hand at getting into like the the different places there and that applies to everything um in a in life and I, I wanted to say like in a career perspective but in life in general so definitely this experience like encouraged me to one open myself to the possibilities i want to see more i want to know more i want to um research more investigate more and you know really find what kind of things i'm into so that i can be able to you know dive deep into them and pursue you need to open yourself up to the possibilities so being lost shouldn't be something scary it should be an opportunity to learn and discover. And the second thing that I've learned is you need to approach your lostness. <laughs> you need to approach your lostness with a growth mindset. So that is, you should be really willing to learn more and more about where you are, where you're going, and where you want to be. Approach everything with a growth mindset. So if you are there and you don't want to open yourself up to learning more and growing from this situation that you're in, how are you going to move forward? How are you ever going to make yourself better? How are you ever going to achieve your dreams? Like, you will reach a standstill. You will not be able to move forward anymore. So you definitely have to approach everything with a growth mindset and be willing to learn a lot more. Be a learner. That's one of the most important things you can do in life. Like, regardless of how much you have learned, how much you know, how much knowledge you've acquired, always be a learner. Always know that there is more that you can learn to add on to what it is you already know. And then number three, I've been encouraged to find people that you look up to look for inspiration look for admiration look for something you admire because when you find that thing that you admire you can move towards it you're feeling lost right you don't know what direction to take if you find a person you admire if you find um an op- like um, an organization you admire if you find a mission statement that you admire and you're like oh i really really like that or you find something that inspires you you can work towards that 
even if it's not gonna be like a like what you're gonna be in the long term it's gonna move you from where you are right now and slowly move you towards the light it's gonna move you from the dark place you're in right now feeling lost feeling inadequate and move you towards the light of like you know that thing that you admire that thing that inspires you that thing that you look up to so like even here i wanted to give you another story there is um a classmate of mine in high school that um, I would always tell stories about. I was always talking about, I love my mother. If you know me, you know I love my mother. <laughs> but since you don't know me, um, breaking news, I love my mother. <laughs> and I'm always talking about her. I'm always talking about the things that she does. I'm always talking about her work. I'm always just, my eyes probably sparkle when I talk about my mom. And um, I didn't even know that me telling stories about what my mom does for work inspired a classmate of mine. So much so that she went on to pursue that same career in university. Right now she's attached to the same place my mom works. And she was able to find my mom's contact. And my mom was telling me like she was contacted by someone who was my former classmate in school. And she really looks up to her. She really looks up to her work. She wants to be, you know, basically like her. And I was like, oh shit. She really did go out and do it. Like, wow, I'm so proud of her because she really found her her inspiration she really found the thing that she admires the person that she admires out of the the future she admires and worked towards it and that is definitely something you can do when you're feeling lost and inadequate i suppose dealing with imposter syndrome can be tricky it can be tricky because it needs a lot of internal work because in everything and anything your imposter syndrome is telling you stems from inside you, right? Because like imposter syndrome is like, if you use my example, I got into law school, I have made it through law school, and I'm still telling myself that I'm not good enough. But why? I got into law school. Why should I feel like I shouldn't be good enough to be in law school when I got into law school? You get <laughs> I got into law school, but I feel like I'm not good enough to be in in law school. Yet I got into law school. That should be your evidence that you sh- that you're good enough to be here. You got in, right? Um, you got that internship that so many people applied for, and you're like, oh God, like I really then like on your first day of of work, you're like, oh my God, I really don't understand what's going on. This corporation is so fast paced. Um. Um, because like definitely um, in work person like th- having the experience of working at a place is going to be different from like learning in school there's a lot of things that you don't learn in school that you have to learn while you're working and you panic <laughs> I remember the first time that um, I was working the first day like the very very first day my boss walks into the office and he's like I want you to take a car and go to Kipi. Kipi is um it's the Institute for um Intellectual Property. It's like I want you to get into a car and go to I want you to go to admin, ask for a car. I'm like, I have no idea where admin is. This is my first day, sir. <laughs> I want you to go to admin, request for a car, and then the car is gonna take you to Kipi and I want to follow I want you to follow up on um an application that we made for a trademark. And I'm like all these things are like, you've said so many things and I understand none of them. <laughs> because at this time, basically, I hadn't um, gotten to fourth year. I hadn't learned about intellectual property. Um, I was still in my third year. And I'm like, wow, 
I don't understand what's going on. And I was telling him, like, because I wasn't there alone. I was with um other students that were from, um, they were doing, oh, they were waiting to get into, sorry, yeah. They were waiting to get into Kenya School of Law. And I'm looking over them, like, why can't you just send one of them? Because, like, I don't know. But, like, he was like, no, if you don't know, sit down, learn about it google the like or like look for the act and find out the procedure jot down some notes and then you take a car and you go do it and that was definitely a lesson right there because like if you were good enough to get into this place and work for these people then it means you're good enough and capable to do the job even if it means learning i don't know why we tend to be maybe kind of sort of so hard on ourselves when it comes to learning as if learning stops it doesn't it doesn't so stop talking down on yourself stop stop belittling yourself and making yourself feel small stop victimizing yourself and being like oh you know i definitely can't do this i am i am inadequate i am not equipped if you aren't then get equipped i mean these are the people who weren't born with this knowledge, right? They learned as well. We should not be embarrassed about learning. So, yeah. We are bomber bitches and we can put anything we put our mind to. Well, we can put, we can do anything we put our mind to. And, like, these days I've been hearing a lot of, like, I'm in my this era. I'm in my this era. I'm in my this era. So, <laughs> I'm in my catching myself when I am um, feeding into my imposter syndrome era. Yes, girl. <laughs> just created a new era. So we're in that era. Um, but it was really fun just sitting here and talking about all of these things because me also saying them out loud is like me talking to myself and hammering in those messages into my mind. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. <laughs> um, so thank you for being here with me. Thank you for listening until the end. If you reached the end, you really, 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 really made me happy. And um, if you could just um, maybe rate the podcast for me, leave me a comment if there's something that you want me to talk about in the next episode. You can let me know. I will be taking your, um, you guys's, um, what are they called, suggestions um, into consideration. I would love that. I would love to be told, hey, can you talk about this topic? I would love that. And um, yeah, don't forget to drink your water. And with that, I'm going to bring this podcast episode to a wrap. It has been on feeling with Mimi. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for getting to the end. And I love you, babes. Until next time. <laughs>